Good morning everyone. This is Pip Coleman coming in to do the Find Your Soul show. This morning we are starting a new month and it's the month of June we are talking about failing boldly. So this whole month, every time I see you on a Thursday morning, I'll be talking about and with you, about and with you, <laughs> with regard to failure and success and how to fail boldly. Uh, the lessons that you've learnt from your perceived failures and success. We'll be doing some affirmations, some tapping around um, success and failure. We'll be talking about uh, the wonderful concepts of perfectionism, <laughs> uh, which will come up in uh, in a during our conversation, I'm sure. So uh, there's some wonderful references, some wonderful books uh, that you can um, read, that you can start to get into that that whole conversation around what does failure mean to you and how can you shift those things that might be coming up for you around failure and success. So say good morning from wherever you are coming in today. Hi, Angela. Welcome to the show. This, um, we are down, I'm down on Phillip Island, so it's kind of a nice uh, sunny morning, but chilly. So I've got my heater on and I'm ready to, ready to rock and roll with my shawl. I have a selection, selection of different shawls. <laughs> that is my winter, my winter thing to do. So let's talk about Oh, okay, cool. Well, welcome, Angela. It's um, it's been a huge week uh, for a lot of people, particularly in Victoria and in Melbourne uh, with the lockdown. So I totally understand if you're feeling a bit meh. And this uh, this little show is it gives you some tools and tips and you know things that you can do to feel better and uh, and raise your vibration and find your ultimately find your soul. So uh, welcome to the show. It's uh, it's good to have you here. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about um, generally about failure, success. You know the lessons that you've you might have learned from your perceived failures you know making mistakes um, is about learning you know learning to learn we need to make mistakes you know some people think that uh, you to learn something you just read a book or listen to a teacher or watch a podcast or whatever and you learn um, but the real learning in life comes from when we make mistakes, when we trip over, when we um, make a decision and move down a path that might not quite serve us and then we go, ah, oh, that's not what I wanted to do, it's this. And so we, we, when we shift and change, um, that's when the learning, the learning happens. So failures, it's really interesting what the way that people perceive failure. And um, a lot of us perceive failure as a bad thing, as a, as a really bad thing. I um, would say to you that the best stories that I tell, the best stories that I wrote about, 
in my book, Finding My Soul at Sea, um, the, the best stories that you'll ever tell in your life come from the failures. You know, that's, that's where the, the cool stuff happens. When I was traveling overseas, and uh, you know, particularly the, the place that comes to mind that had the, where I feel like I had the most failures was when I was in Africa. It was one of my first trips overseas and almost every day something would go wrong. Something crazy would happen. Something insane would happen. We'd make an error in judgment and just this whole drama would evolve out of this that one decision <laughs> uh, but just being in a space that is not your space that's not your normal space is going to mean that you're going to make decisions and move in a direction that you think is right and then you might be proven wrong <laughs> so i found that that was a really challenging space for me i learned so much from all of my travel experiences. But when I was in Africa, I feel like I really like, you know, switched on my, um, my switched off my failure um, bias, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, that's what it feels like. I switched it off because if every single thing that you do is not what you expect and the result is not what you expect, then you're going to be um, really beating yourself up every time you, uh, when you're traveling in particular, if you're going to be beating yourself up every time something happens and you're not going to enjoy the experience. And I think that is an interesting reframe for people who um, have been traveling and have struggled with that. Because when you travel, it's a constant barrage of new things that you need to decide what you're going to do, choose what's happening next. How am I going to react? And that's where you get that, that amazing growth from. So if you went on a trip where nothing happened or you traveled through life in general and nothing happened, you wouldn't learn, you wouldn't grow, you wouldn't expand yourself. You wouldn't really be able to find your soul. And I think that's a really interesting concept to consider because some people want, they say they want a really easy, smooth, nothing happening life, but then they get bored and frustrated, right? Yeah, I miss traveling too, Angela. <laughs> I really do. It's, uh, it, I have been um, back in Australia for about eight, oh no, maybe more than that, 10 years or so. Um, because I used to travel around the world um, a lot, and now I've um, I've been home for a while, and it's it's around about that sort of you know the seven year itch mark where they say that you want you want to start um, doing something different, you want to start going out there and having those experiences again, and um, and th doing that growth, you know, moving yourself to the next level. So that when it comes to failure, I think it's really interesting to reframe it and think about it in terms of you are you are actually not failure in itself is a negative way of looking at the lessons that we're actually learning in our lives so i wanted to ask about your best failure <laughs> so if you're willing to share um 
And if you have a travel story, Angela, or anyone out there, if you feel like you'd like to, to share a little bit of a travel story, feel free to pop it in the comments below. I'd love to hear about when something failed, failed, in terms of what you thought you wanted to experience and then you actually got a, a really cool um, outcome from that. So um, I'll tell you one of mine while you're thinking about, <laughs> while you're thinking about yours. So one of the things that happened when I was working on cruise ships and I wrote about it, oops, I wrote about it in my book, um, as I say, Finding My Soul at Sea, um, is that I made, I made an error in judgment. I sent an email to um, a friend of mine who wasn't on, working on the ship anymore and I said to them, blah, 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 you know, this boss, he's, he's so annoying, da, 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 um, he's just driving me nuts. And the, um, this manager that I didn't get along with very well. And the person who was off the ship said, oh, it's such a shame that that's happening. Um, you know, I'll send my, um, you know, do you want me to like run him over when, when he gets off the ship with my ute? And I was like, well, you know, my trained team of assassins has not been successful. So yes, that would be amazing. And so we had this little banter back and forth because neither of us really got along with this particular manager and we thought that that was funny. Anyway, weeks later, I was um, called into the manager's office, not the manager that I was talking about in the email, but an, the higher up manager, called me into his office and said, there's been some emails that have been brought to my attention and uh, it seems that you have suggested that you would like to assassinate your boss. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? Anyone who knows me will know that that is like the furthest thing that that is like the last thing that I would ever, ever think to do to anybody. And so I had no idea what this person was talking, what this boss, this manager was talking about because I was like, I don't remember talking about that. And uh, because it was weeks and weeks and weeks ago. Anyway, he said to me, look, here's the email. And he pushed the emails across to me. And I was like, oh my God, those are my emails to my friend. I was kidding. Like it was a joke. This was, this, it, clearly this was not, not for real. And I said to him, you know me, you know me. I, you know, I would never do something like that. And he was like, yes, I do. I do know you. And so that's why I wanted to bring you into the office and ask you about, you know, why you, you wrote this email. So we had a conversation about how difficult the boss was and how I was having issues and that this email was a, you know, sort of a crescendo, I guess, to the difficulties that were going on. Anyway, because of this email, the, the manager had sent to this extra head manager a series of other emails that he felt were sort of supporting this undermining of his authority and that I was actually um, someone in the team that was not supportive of the team and not supportive of him. So he spun it so that, you know, he pulled out a certain emails that were like, oh, this is her doing it again and this is her doing it again. Oh, and by the way, she wants to assassinate me. <laughs> Now I laugh about it because it's so ridiculous. But anyway, the, 
the boss had to do something about it, that that next manager in charge had to do something about it because it was being taken to the next level. It had been escalated before I was spoken to, by the way, I wasn't spoken to by this other manager at all. So this ended up me being transferred to another ship away from my friends, away from um, a, a ship that I was really wanting to be on because I wanted to go to Alaska. That was where I really wanted to go and see the whales and and just uh, you know have one of those amazing travel experiences. And I was gonna miss out on it going to Alaska because I was being transferred to another ship. Now that, you could look at that and go, that was a massive failure. I wrote to a friend and you know basically bagged out my boss i was then called into the office and sus sort of suspended not suspended but transferred off the sh luckily he liked me and he <laughs> didn't and he didn't uh he didn't send me um he didn't suspend me or fire me for um the emails but there was a huge lesson in that. Uh, one of them is don't write on company emails that you want to assassinate your boss. That's a big one <laughs> and a fairly obvious one. Um, and the second one was address the issues, you know, address the issues that are coming up with the person that you need to address them with. Like that manager, I probably should have had more conversations with that manager that I was having difficulties with. And the other thing was, that the next high up boss said was I should have gone to him and told him about the issues that I was having with the other manager so that he knew what was going on because it was a surprise to him that I had issues going on. So my, my point is that the failures that happened, the failure that you could look at it as a failure, but I learned so much about myself and how I needed to interact in terms of my communication. And the the fact is that that manager didn't suspend me. He didn't fire me because he knew that my character was not, that that was not in my character to do. So I guess what I wanted to, to hear from you, if you would like to share, is something like that have you had a situation where you feel like you failed maybe you were fired from a job um like i could have been maybe you were um you know had an, a, a big fight with a with a partner and you uh left that um relationship or you were dumped um maybe or divorce or maybe you got divorced maybe you had an issue have an issue or had an issue with a with a child or a parent where you feel like you failed and and what is it that you can do to reframe that to help yourself to understand that this everything can be seen from multiple different perspectives and there's always a lesson in every situation that we have um, this is th this is really interesting, you know. Even even this whole situation with the the COVID lockdown and restrictions that have been going on in Victoria, that might seem like a failure on behalf of the government or a failure on behalf of the um, the person who came out of quarantine and you know gave everybody in his family and friends and everyone you know that gave everybody that passed on the virus. Or it might seem like a failure in terms of the way that think, you might think that things are actually not working out, that, that, that having these restrictions is actually a 
a failure on behalf of you. Maybe you feel like you failed because, you know, you're not able to um, fix the situation. Maybe you've got ideas about how to fix the situation and you and you feel like that you're you're failing because of that. Maybe you feel like you're um, there's there's a failure in terms of the way that the vaccines are being rolled out. Maybe um, you, there's lots of different failures that could be put into this situation that's happening right now. What I would encourage people to do is look at where are the successes? Where are we being successful? Where are you being successful? Where are the lessons that we're learning in this? Because one of the things that I think is really cool about what's happening now, even though I find the restrictions um, difficult, I get quite anxious sometimes about them. I find that it's really important to look at it from the perspective of we are learning big lessons right now. Our society in general, the world, the universe is learning a lot of lessons right now. We're learning about whether or not our leaders have integrity. We're learning about transparency. We're learning about giving ourselves um, as much knowledge as we possibly can. We're learning about mental health. We're learning about how to um, stay in the most healthy state that we can possibly stay in. We're learning about immunity. We're learning about how community is really important. We're learning about how we need each other. We need each other. We need to have, um, you know, people around us. We can't be isolated for too long because it, it really affects us. As human beings, we, we are social creatures. We need each other. So as much as there are a lot of issues that you might go, oh, you know, this is a, fa this is a massive failure. You, in the world, in the, in this, the country, whatever, you are, you can also look at it as a, there's a lot of things that are coming to light a lot of six things that are successful, a lot of things that are um, lessons that are being learned that are really important right now. So let's, let's see if we can spin it that way to help you feel better about the situation because all you can do is look, you can only control your own self. So that's important to remember. So Angela, let's see what you've got here. Yep. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's interesting. So the boss was was went out of his way to get rid of you, and you felt like you failed because speaking up. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So you did speak up about the situation. And then, yeah, and then they let you go. Yep, okay. So, and that's that's a huge thing. Like speaking up about something that is not um, just or fair or equal or, um, you know, anything like that. Right, yeah. So it, it makes sense that you would have a fear around speaking up because when you speak up, the, there's the potential for people to not like what you're saying. And then, then that, the, on the, um, 
knock-on effect of that speaking up. So, so that makes sense. That um, that whole concept um, is really interesting. That that speaking up led to you being fired. What I think is really interesting is that what you mentioned in what we think about what you mentioned in that post in that comment is that the the situation was already in play you were already moving in the direction of the outcome before you started speaking up so the energy between you and the boss and this is what I noticed about my situation too. The energy between you and the boss was already playing out before you started to speak up about how things were structured and how you didn't like the way that things were working. And that, that relationship was there for you to learn the, um, to learn the lesson that you needed to learn. So, and, and that speaking up is not actually a bad thing. It actually moves you more into your integrity, into your true self. So, yeah, okay. So, yeah, so that, that, that's another example um, of speaking up. So when you get, if you get bullied by a colleague or a, a boss or a partner um, and you speak up about it, then that's you standing up for yourself, you know, and you could go back in, in history, you could go back in time and look at, you know, your childhood experiences of when you spoke up and what happened when you spoke up and how that was, um, how you internalize that as a failure, as something that was a bad thing. What is an interest, what I feel is a good reframe of that is to look at how much better you are at recognizing when something is not congruent with your soul. Because if you stayed in those experiences, if you stay in that job, if you stayed and let that colleague bully you, that would have destroyed your soul. And speaking up, you might be afraid to speak up, you might be afraid of the, the potential failure to that. And I would suggest to you that there is a, there is a deeper thing that's happening. Your soul is, every time these situations are coming up, your soul is going, we need to stand up and be more of our true selves. We need to be more real. And the more real that you are, the closer that you get to finding your soul. So perhaps it, uh, you know, I, a friend of mine is constantly going through jobs. So they they get a job, then they have drama in the job, and then they leave the job. And then they get a new job, and they have drama in the job, and then they leave the job. And sometimes they're let go, sometimes their contract is not renewed, sometimes they're just not, um, yeah, they're just sort of allowed they they decide they're going to leave it doesn't matter how the actual leaving happens but there's always the same pattern coming up and when we have a pattern coming up then that's something that we need to look at a little bit more closely so a pattern around speaking up is a really that it's really cool that you first of all that you've recognized that and that there's a connection between speaking up 
and failing. And that's actually really, really interesting to look at because it needs to be addressed from its source, from the source of it. Ah, yeah, perfect. That is, that is really interesting, Angela, because very, very common for people to find that, that their boss um, who is bullying them or speaking to them in a particular way or their colleague who's speaking to them in a particular way, it has the same energy, the same way of speaking as a, as a parent um, and, or as someone in their family, like a sibling, someone who was there when you were growing up. So that is something to um, make note of and you could dig a little deeper into that in terms of releasing that as well because what you're learning, the lesson that you're learning from all these different people is that speaking up is more important even though you, you fear it and you have a, you're nervous, you're anxious about doing that. When you speak up, you're honoring your truth, you're honoring your soul, you are being integrity-based, you are having authenticity around that. When you don't speak up, you're being like that little child that was had issues with their dad. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's something that we as adults can reframe, you know, and that's what inner child work is all about when you do beautiful um, inner child work, when you do meditations with your inner child. So, okay, yep. And sometimes it does take a little while to, to, um, to work on because uh, Louise Hay um, used to say that, you know, when we have an issue that keeps popping up all the time and for example, you feel like you failed, um, you know, because it keeps coming up, it's not that you failed. It's, a, it's about looking at it as the perspective of the pot is still a little bit dirty. So she talks about, you know, you start out when you're washing the dishes, you start out with the pot and you wash it and you get most of the dirt off. When you start looking, what, she, what I mean is when you start looking at something, an issue, um, you know, if something's coming up in your life, you start talking about it and you, you clean the pot and you think you've cleaned the pot pretty well. And initially it's quite dirty and there's mess when you first start looking at something. Then a couple of years later, you might find that it comes up again. And so you start to, um, you get the pot out again and you start, you go, oh, there's a little bit more dirt down the bottom here. I need to clean this off. That doesn't mean that you've gone back to the beginning again. It means that you are doing the next level of cleaning. Hey, Michelle. And so that, that's, that's just taking it to the next level. Remember, you're not cleaning it way back. You're not going back and cleaning the pot from the beginning again. You're just cleaning off the next layer of dirt. And then the next time that the issue comes up, it'll be a little bit less. You'll know, you'll recognize it a little bit quicker and you'll move through it a little bit faster. So the pot is still a little bit dirty, but not as dirty as it was before. Does that make sense? It's It's... It's about reframing that in terms of, you know, what is it that I'm being triggered by and how can we, how can we reframe that so that we recognize that we are actually moving forward. Um, one of my clients said to me the other day that she felt like she'd failed because she'd recognized that her boss was bullying her as well. And she said it reminded her of her ex-husband and the way that he used to speak to her 
And so she left the job. And I said to her, that's awesome. And she was like, how is it awesome that I've been triggered and left my job? And I was like, that's awesome because you know what? You only stayed in that job for a couple of months. And then you realized that your boss was doing the same thing that your ex-husband used to do and you left that job quickly. So it's really important that you recognize and honor and congratulate yourself for doing that so quickly because you stayed with your ex-husband for a very, very long time and you didn't leave until, you know, this many years. But this boss, you recognize it and then within a few months you'd left the job because it didn't serve you to be there because you recognized that you were falling into an old pattern. So it's about celebrating when you have something that comes up that is a trigger and you recognize it and you're aware of it. So what I would say to you, Angela, uh, with that comment about the bullying is the same thing that I said to my client. Well done for recognizing it so quickly. And now you can take steps to move either away from that job or get better at communicating or there's lots of different steps that you can take get, um, you know, find your center and um, feel more confident so that you can actually move even more quickly forward and away from those things. Because it's not like things are not going to come up and trigger us in our lives. You know, things are always going to come up. That's what life is all about. But when we recognize things and we move through them quickly, then we know that we're moving and we're learning and we're growing. So I hope that makes that makes sense to you. So I wanted to um, finish off today because time, whew, time is flying by. So thank you for your contribution today, Angela. I hope that was um, it was helpful to you. And those of you who um, feel like free to share, I'll I'll come back and comment on them later if you want to share about your your failure that you feel like is recurring. So Louise Hay talks about that. It doesn't matter how long you've been thinking of yourself as a failure, you can begin to create a success pattern instead of a pattern, another pattern, a different pattern. It doesn't matter what field you wanna operate in, the principles are the same. We need to plant the seeds of success. These seeds will grow into an abundant harvest. So I'm gonna do some success affirmations to finish off today. If you'd like to close your eyes, if you'd like to tap while I say these affirmations, you're welcome to do that. Um, whatever you feel will help you to take this to another level, you're more than welcome to do that. So let's just take a breath. And if you want to close your eyes, you're welcome to do that. And take another breath. And let's take a third, breathing in and breathing out. And if you'd like to repeat after me, I'm gonna tap as I do it. So tapping on the eyebrow point. Divine intelligence gives me all the ideas I can use. side of the eye. Everything I touch is a success. Under the eye, there is plenty for everyone. 
including me. Under the notes, there are plenty of customers for my services. Chin, I move into the winning circle. Collarbone, I'm a magnet for divine prosperity. Under the arm, I am blessed beyond my wildest dreams. Top of the head, riches of every sort are drawn to me. And golden opportunities are everywhere for me. And just take another breath. And some of these affirmations might have felt like they didn't really sit with you. But if one of them did, then Louise suggests that you pick one affirmation and repeat it for the next several days. And then you could pick another one and do the same and allow these ideas of success to filter through into your life. Don't worry about the how, the opportunities will keep coming your way the more that you actually bring those um, ideas and, and intentions of success. And trust that the intelligence within you will lead and guide you. You deserve to be a success in every area of your life. And the more you reframe failure as a learning opportunity, the more that you will grow and continue to find your soul. So... I'm going to finish off today and tell you that the next three weeks after this, we're going to be talking more about failing boldly. And we're going to, I've got a fabulous, I hope you hit rock bottom poem to read you next week <laughs> from the lovely Rebecca Campbell. And we're going to talk about the gifts of imperfection for, with the wonderful Brene Brown. I, um, yes, I'm really looking forward to talking more about failure and success with you over the next few weeks and uh, take good care of yourselves. Be safe. I will, um, I'll see you next week. Feel free to write your um, little notes underneath this video in the comments and I will reply to them. Um, lovely to see you all and we will Remember too that if you need some help, if you'd like to go a little bit deeper, you can also get in touch with me and do some divine alignment coaching. If you are feeling like you need to do that, I would love to talk to you and have a chat and see if it's the right thing for you. So send me a message and uh, take good care and I will see you soon. Bye for now.